Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Shearer here and welcome to the show. I just thought I'd drop in and give you some words of encouragement on perhaps getting a couple of high-functioning habits into your routine. One of the things that happened to me in the last couple of weeks, if you're a regular listener, you know that my life hasn't changed a ton. I, I work at home to begin with. What's changed for me and some other people is that other people are home. And quite honestly, they sort of demand time and inadvertently suck up time. Uh, I have a very extroverted husband and so he's really struggling right now. So by the time the evening hits, he wants my time. Doesn't necessarily want to be by himself. Uh, And one of my kids, one of my students is very extroverted and he's struggling as well. However, what one of my female students was, my little surrogate daughter and I were doing, was we were not doing our fitness as much because she got into her routine of doing nothing. I got into my routine of I'm very busy and I added a lot of learning stuff into into my day and a lot of programming, which has really helped me professionally. So if you've been to the Instagram page or the Facebook page, you probably will see that it looks a wee bit different because I took some training on it. And with that training from a few weeks back before we all went into quarantine, I've been on weekly Zoom calls. And it's wonderful because it's really saving time. And although some of you might think you have lots of time, some of you might not. Some of you might be like me where you're still working, plus you're doing it at home where everybody else is congregated now. Or a little bit like my um, student where she's not in school, uh, but she's using her time differently and forgetting to sort of have a routine. So the last two weeks, I have not been able to go to a yoga class, and well, three weeks actually, and I realized this isn't good. She can't go to the gym. We're both getting out for walks when we can, but look at your habits. Now, I'm gonna talk about uh, my girl because she's a good example, and she, as well as working with me, we're gonna try and change this, so that's the only reason I I would talk about her, is that she's made a decision to change her mind, and we're gonna do yoga together. One of our students had to move out, so her bedroom is empty, and that bedroom, it has a Murphy bed, so it means it rolls up into the wall, so the floor space is free. So this morning, I washed the floors, got our yoga mats out. She slept in uh, because she doesn't have a schedule, and that can get very tempting to lose your commitment to how you want to live. For me, it was the other direction. I'm, I'm here already, I'm working, and I just come down to my office and I just live here till I'm exhausted, and then I hit the couch. That's not healthy either. So this morning, my yoga studio that I have a yearly membership is doing online. I signed up, got to yoga. It was fabulous. What a difference in my mindset. Even though we weren't super physical today, uh, Thursdays, Thursday today, yes, the yoga studio does depression and anxiety yoga. So I go to a yoga studio normally in real in in uh, social times, in live times, uh, that is a restoration yoga studio. So we have a lot of people that have cancer or recovering from cancer, have physical injuries. I have fibromyalgia. 
uh, you have to kind of pick and choose your classes to get things that are a little bit more aggressive. And I've always leaned towards the things that are easy on my body, keep my flexibility high and my strength at a, at a good ratio without tipping me over the edge. Well, I could have used a little bit of physical, but actually what the universe was telling me was that no, I needed a bit of mental. We did chakra clearing, we did breathing techniques, which I talked about on the podcast the other day because the gentleman Eric from WildFit was talking about how we tend to breathe shallowly when we're stressed and that creates cortisol levels to rise and we get into that fight or flight and that wreaks havoc on our system. We also then, when those things are running high, our emotions and, and our cortisol levels, our intelligence and our patience and our empathy run a little bit low. So you're fighting with your spouse, you're fighting with your children. Uh, if you're eating bad foods, they're gonna kind of affect your mood as well. All of these things you need to take into consideration. So for me, I have to be very careful with alcohol and I have been since I got sick, uh, but lately I've really decreased it completely uh, down to just wine grape products because some of the things are just not sitting with me at all. I'm getting massive migraines, which is ridiculous. Why would I have a martini if I'm going to get a migraine an hour later? So I've had to cut them all out. Plus with fibromyalgia, you need to balance inflammation and my mood. And all of these things are affected by alcohol. Alcohol is a poison. You know, whether you admit that or not, it's the first thing when you are professionally trained like I am. I am a third level YSET student, Wine Education Trust. The first thing they teach you as you walk into class session one is, Alcohol is a poison. It is to be used in moderation. So they teach you these things. They're very upfront about it, even though we're there to learn about booze. <laughs> They're very upfront about that. And you need to be aware that the fact that the liquor stores are all still open, which in my opinion is not an essential service, but we have such an addiction to escaping reality in, in our countries. Plus, it generates such tax revenue, the government can't do without it. So here, I'm in Canada, if you didn't know that, they're all open. However, we're really not addicted to the alcohol and the drugs and all. We're addicted to escaping reality. But what if you embraced reality? So this morning I realized, or a couple days ago I realized I needed to get these things back into my regular routine. I have very high functioning habits. It's what's helped me survive illness and situations in my life, divorce, abuse, business losses over the years. I've, you know, there's, I can look back right since I was 16 years of age. And implementing good habits help you during times of stress and trial. So if you're working on yourself, whether that be mentally, physically, or emotionally, these things are really important to be aware of right now. So getting back to doing yoga where I am working on my core strength, making sure I'm staying flexible, my hips get very tight when I'm sitting for long periods of time, making sure, because core strength is very, very important for balance, and I, I struggle in that area a little bit. I trip upstairs and drop things a lot. I was klutzy before I got sick. <laughs> With my brain chemistry being off, it's just so much worse. It's a little bit entertaining actually, until I hurt myself, but my husband finds it entertaining. And I struggle with you know, memory issues. These things all need to be balanced and, and managed in my life. Your issues may be a little different. So what are you doing in your daily routine to make sure that you are managing those things? So the things that went out of my daily routine the last two weeks was, I had finished my gratitude journal and I didn't go grab a new one off the shelf. I buy them in about a half dozen, I think about a dozen of them last time. Colin Sprake, one of my Sherpas from years ago when uh, I was doing business training, he, he sells them at his events in the fall. I bought a, a number of months in advance and I just didn't go get a fresh one. 
So two weeks have actually gone by and it's like interesting. Now one thing I did not do was I did not get in the habit of getting back on my screen time because I did it one night a couple of weeks back and slept like crap and went, okay, no, do not slide down that slippery slope. Secondly, I knew they were doing the yogas online and I hadn't signed up for any of them. So this was interesting. I did it two days a week. I managed to fit it into my schedule. Plus I had to drive there and drive home. And usually on one of those days, I ran an errand, ran into the grocery store. None of that is happening. So really I've bought myself at least two hours a week and yet I'm still not doing yoga at 9.30? Yeah, no, that's, that's, no, there's no excuse for that. So I had to look at my life and say, what's going on here? What are you not allocating time for? So this might sound strange, and thank heavens Colin doesn't listen to this podcast. I pray to God he doesn't listen to this podcast because you're going to laugh at me today. But I took his training in the bathtub today. It's a Zoom call. It's only a one-way, you know, they can't see me. They don't know what I'm doing because I'm listening. I've got my, you know, there's something I can write there if I need to or I've got my phone if I want to take a note. But basically I said, get up. I get up every morning like when I wake up between seven and eight, just, I'm not sure, it just can change if I'm a little more exhausted, but between seven and eight, I wake up every day. I do my meditation in bed. That's just my routine. Other people find that they just fall back asleep. But actually if I doze off while meditating and having happy thoughts, I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't beat myself up about that. But then I get myself up and I, I, I do this. It's, it's, it's one of my habits. Well, at that time of the morning, I don't need to be in my office at 7.30 in the morning unless there's something I want to be dealing with before my clients all wake up or they get online and want my time. So this morning I was able to get up, have an ionic foot bath, did my yoga, knew I had this course at 11 o'clock in the morning. I've been doing it every day for last week and this week and it goes till Saturday. But instead of sitting at my desk with that course sitting here in my office, when I hadn't showered or anything yet today, I just got in my bathtub with my Epsom salts because my back was very sore for some reason and listened to the hour course there. It was fabulous. I made some notes. I even emailed some people with some things that came up in the course. I said, oh, I better check on that. It was fabulous. Now, you may think that's a little weird that I shared that with you, but I was multitasking. <laughs> and I don't really encourage multitasking. I used to be the queen of multitasking when I was younger. And it was probably the hardest thing for me to give up or to lose when I got sick, when my mental acuity just wouldn't allow me to keep a dozen balls in the air any longer like I had done most of my adult working life for 20 years. I really struggled with my identity and my abilities. The really neat thing now with, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for, self-improvement and, and socio-psychology and all these types of things they're learning now, it's now been recognized that being a multitasker is actually very inefficient. We are never as efficient being drawn in a dozen different directions than we are when we are focused on one thing. Give, our, give your focus to a task, then move on. Now let's face it, lying in a bathtub is not exactly doing two things at once technically. I mean technically I am, but I'm not putting, I'm not trying to accomplish two things. I just thought that was a good use of time today and I'll have to think about that in the future. Sometimes. I just have the courses running on one screen and I'm still lightly uh, working on another. But there has been some really great learning and quite honestly, some of the guest speakers he's had on, I really want to pay attention to. I don't want to be distracted. Now I had to laugh. I had to break the podcast quickly because my phone rang and I forgot to turn the ringer off. But this is, I'm going to share it with you because this is fabulous customer service. 
If you listen to my podcast on my website, you will notice that there is a product uh, page. Now the website for the podcast guys is not like my Living Well with Shell um, page that is professionally done. I created it in, in WordPress and it's, it's just basically, it's a hosting site that isn't really super fantastic. I do realize that because I don't have a clue how to build a website. However, I did manage to add the blog on recently and because I'm just posting it from the other site anyways, in case that's where you go and you're not listening to me on iTunes or Spotify or one of the other dozen platforms. Uh, but I do have a little product page and the only two things on there right now have been, you know, essential oils and EMP, which is a wonderful product from a company called True Hope that helps with mental clarity moods, depression, anxiety, um, even bipolar. It is specially designed to treat the brain and feed the brain for people that have these types of issues. Well, I was adding this morning my Ionic foot bath because I carry those in stock and they are a, a wonderful tool that I use to keep my body detoxified and healthy, my, my lymphatic system working optimally because they're showing now that this disease, this virus is really affecting the marginalized people the most. People that are out of shape, in poor health, have autoimmune disorders, you're just, or just unhealthy. Healthy people, only, I think the percentage they were saying is about only 17%. That is very low for a pathogen that's ramping across the world. And even if it wasn't that high or that low or how you feel about that percentage, anything is better when you're trying to fight something. Every, what I mean is every edge you can give your body is important. So yes, eating properly, breathing properly, drinking enough water and sleeping well, these things are really important right now uh, for your health. So what happened was True Hope, the company here in Canada, they, they ship into the United States, so if you're one of my US listeners, uh, I can't sell to the States guys, so only my Canadian listeners can get this product from me. And someone asked me the other day about it. They, they found me through social media and said, do you sell the new, the new improved product? And I went, no, I still carry their classic formulation. That was them checking in on me to saying, Shelly, is there anything that you need? Can we service you at all? Guys, those are the kind of companies that I just always want to do business with. Because that's the type of care and concern. I get it that they're trying to make sure that their business survives, but they didn't phone with a hard sale. These are products I carry anyways. I have been so busy, I have forgotten to place an order. And is putting this stuff on the website this morning. I saw the True Hope picture there and went, oh, I think I'm down to my last bottle in my fridge, in my product fridge. And I have people that use this product on a regular basis. So I probably would have been embarrassed in about a week and a half when everyone came looking for their product and I was like, oh darn, I forgot to order it because I've just been so distracted and busy with other things. So that was kind of neat. I just want to share that with you. And I hope you're doing the same in your life. If you do own a business, just I know I got into a business segue versus off the uh, morning habits. These type of things right now, value add to your customers. Look after your customers to the best of your ability and look after yourself. So let's get back to looking after yourself. Me being without yoga, I noticed how I struggled this morning, even though it was a super easy class with mostly breathing techniques, chakra clearing, and I was, and I also realized, got to pull in a little space heater into that bedroom without any furniture or, or what, the doors closed. It gets a little chilly in there. So it wasn't my most enjoyable, I'm not going to lie, yoga experience ever because I was cold. I will know better when I go back on Monday. I can't tomorrow. I've got another appointment, but on Monday when I go back into class virtually, I will grab my blanket. We have all these things at the yoga studio, so I just kind of wasn't thinking. 
and I will make it a more enjoyable. I put the diffuser in there, one of my essential oil diffusers, because I want that room to smell nice and relaxing. We'll put something, when Zoe and I do our class, we'll put something fun in there in the diffuser to make us feel uplifted and energized and clear our minds and our emotions, maybe something citrusy. All of these things give you the fighting chance and the ability to cope with your life better. But it all starts with you wanting something different then learning what you can put into your schedule. Now, this may not work for you, but I'm giving you this example because this is what works for me. I don't have to leave the house at 9 o'clock for a 9.30 appointment, like I told you, and I don't have to run an errand afterwards. So basically, it's taking one single hour out of my morning. When my morning's already started, I've either done self-care, I've showered, or I've even maybe worked for half an hour or done my social media for the day before that yoga class even starts at 9.30 with the way I sort of run my morning. Gratitude journal is back beside my bed. I came down this morning, put the one, finished one on the shelf and grabbed a fresh one and threw it upstairs beside the bed. It's not a big thing, guys. Or these aren't really big things. They're little things, but little, little changes, little habits compounded can have fabulous and massive results. You have to start with one thing. So look at your life right now and say, what could I add into my habits right now? And you have to think outside the box and change here because your life has probably changed. Kids are present. Maybe you should be, I mean, I wish I had my granddaughter here to do yoga with. Maybe you need to bring your kids in to do yoga. Now you may not have a subscription like I do, but I can guarantee you pretty much if you went onto YouTube right now, there is so much free content being offered by people, trainers, coaches, Everybody, a lot of us have lost a lot of work and if we're not going to stop giving back, why would why would we do that? <laughs> so the, the people that truly understand this concept and are really there to serve you, you will find their content all over the place. Plus you might find something else that uh, might work for you or might interest you. Don't get distract, distracted by shiny objects, you know, squirrel as my husband likes to say to me. <laughs> that's that's not what we're doing here. It's about putting things in place that are sustainable and manageable in your life. Drinking water every day. I told you about how I fill my three water bottles and bring them down to my office, three one liter bottles. Those are drank every day. On top of anything else I might do when I'm in out of my office, those three water bottles get drank before I leave this office in the in the evening at the end of my day. That doesn't count my morning. I'm watching what I eat because man, let me tell you, it is very easy. Actually, my jeans were a little snug this morning uh, because I haven't been super active and I'm kind of comfort food eating. That can't be done every day for the next month or you're going to all be looking for weight loss videos at the end of this quarantine. So remember that you're not on vacation, that your lifestyle and your good habits uh, need to be in place during this time. Don't let them all fall off the wayside. It will help you have a better mental attitude. It will help you have a better physical body and it will help you emotionally because you won't feel like such a failure. One of the biggest things that comes out of not doing what you say you're going to do is regret. And that's what we talk about so much in this podcast, not living in regret. So don't do that to yourself. Make sure, take if you've been letting things slide and you're binging Netflix, uh, day in and day out type idea, 
and eating comfort food every night and cracking a bottle of wine every night or making a martini or having a shot of tequila every single day, really think about that. If that wasn't how you were living before, don't let this be the reason or an excuse for you to have a lot of regret later about implementing or not implementing, just allowing bad habits to slip back in when you weren't paying attention to making sure that your good habits readjusted to your new situation and we're still in place. Please reach out to me at any time, guys. I am here. Things you might want me to do a little research on. All you have to do is get onto Instagram or Facebook and send me a message. You can email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. And I am, I'm, I'm here for you to serve. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.